Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about regulation. Cities have a habit of making short-term decisions to help their citizens. But when they create an environment that discourages investment, they're making a long-term decision to reduce supply in a market, which ultimately causes a rising cost of housing. It's the very thing the municipal politicians are trying to combat. Money seeks the place where it's treated the best. There's numerous lenders out there that will not even approve loans for multifamily apartments in certain communities. And I'm thinking of coastal cities like Portland, Oregon. If the city's abusing its investors, then the capital will go to where it's treated the best. While rules and regulations of rent control vary from place to place, most rent controls consist of caps on price increases within the duration of a tenancy sometimes even beyond the duration of a tenancy, as well as imposing restrictions on eviction. In 2017, the city of Portland passed rent control. In 2019, the state of Oregon added statewide caps on rent hikes and evictions. Now, a new study shows Portland lost 14% of single-family rentals between 2015 and 2020, twice as much as the surrounding three-county area. Single-family detached rentals make up a large share of the family-sized rental units. Since 2017, there are 6,400 fewer detached rental units in the metro area. And in that time, 1,100 multifamily units with three or more bedrooms have been added to the market. That represents a net loss of 5,300 family-sized units in the Portland metro area. Another city that's become notorious for abusing investors is St. Paul's, Minnesota. A recent lawsuit by two investors is claiming the city does not employ sufficient staff to review requests for exemptions or hear futile appeals when those exemptions are not granted. That constitutes both a lack of constitutional due process and therefore it constitutes an illegal taking of private property. Calling St. Paul's new rent control mandate unconstitutional, these two building owners based in Bloomington and Minnetonka filed their federal lawsuit against the City of St. Paul, the City Council, the City Mayor's Office, and the Director of the St. Paul Department of Safety and Inspections. The civil complaint and the writ seek a jury trial on six counts, including claims the City's 3% cap on annual residential rent increases violates the U.S. Constitution because it does not allow automatic adjustments for inflation. You see, the classic solution to high prices is indeed high prices in a free market system. More and more supply will enter the market attracted by high prices. Eventually, excess supply will cause prices to drop until a new equilibrium is reached. A substantial body of economic research has used theoretical arguments to highlight the potential negative consequences of keeping rents below market rates. Some of these go back to the 1940s. They argue that a cap on rents would lead landlords to sell their rental properties to owner-occupants, so landlords could still earn the market price for their property. Rent control can also lead to a mismatch between tenants and rental units. Once a tenant has secured a rent-controlled apartment, they may choose not to move in the future because they don't want to give up their rent-controlled unit, even if that property is no longer suited to them. That misallocation can lead to empty nest households living in large family-sized apartments and young families being crammed into small studio apartments. When the economics in a rent-controlled situation don't work for the landlord, the first thing to be cut is property maintenance. Over time, deferred maintenance causes decaying properties, poor living conditions, and eventually depressed neighborhoods. Tax rules are another incentive or deterrent. 19 states in the U.S. have capital gains taxes under 5%. 
eight states have zero capital gains tax. While most states do recognize the 1031 tax-deferred exchange, the sole exception is the state of Pennsylvania, who still charges capital gains tax even if you elect to have a 1031 exchange. California has the highest capital gains tax rate of 13.3%, followed by New Jersey at 10.75, Washington, D.C. also at 10.75, Oregon at 9.9, and Minnesota at 9.85. You can guess that an investor given a choice between investing in Texas with zero state tax and zero rent control, or Oregon, with a 9.9% capital gains tax and a newly imposed statewide rent control, might consider Texas instead, all other things being equal. Some locations require registration as a landlord in order to rent a property. Landlords have to register with the city of Portland, Oregon, and, and Multnomah County through the Revenue Bureau. Landlords have to pay a business tax to the city and to the county but some landlords are exempt from the business tax. That exemption applies to those with gross income under $50,000 from all sources. And if they're the sole owner of less than 10 rental properties and they have no other business activity. Now, I don't have any statistics on this, but I'm thinking I don't know of too many investors who would qualify for any of those exemptions. In fact, I don't know of any. In Portland, if a landlord wishes to evict a tenant for a reason that's not covered by Oregon landlord-tenant laws, They're allowed to do so, but there's an additional requirement. They have to give 90 days notice of eviction, and then no later than 45 days before the move-out date, they have to pay the tenant a relocation assistance. The amount of relocation assistance paid to the tenant varies with the size of the unit. For example, a studio apartment would require relocation assistance payment of $2,900. For a three-bedroom unit, it's $4,500. Now, it's not surprising to me there is less and less rental stock in the city of Portland. They're too busy abusing the very people who would be providing badly needed supply of rental properties. Money goes to where it's treated the best. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.